on the Aggie Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College, Aggie basketball has been brought to you by Guild Mortgage. Own what matters. Zions Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. The Logo Shop. We logo stuff. Also by Icon. Empowering a more active, balanced lifestyle. Welcome to Aggie Postgame. Here's Scott Gerard. I'll tell you what, Aggie fans got their money's worth out of this one. Final on this one, Utah State gets it done, 69-54. Uh, not all 15-point games are created equal. This, this even with one, two minutes left, did not feel like a 15-point spread as Utah State just had all kinds of battles in this one and uh, needed every minute that every minute of those 36 minutes that Namiya Shkada was on the court tonight. Uh, this was a phenomenal performance from him and uh, could not be happier for him in, in playing uh, not only as long as he did, but at the level that he played. Yeah, no doubt about that. I mean, he just uh, he just brought something different to the game. And, and, you know, to be honest with you, at the start of the game, you didn't really see it. You saw kind of a little bit of, like he was, uh, you know, unable to – to move but I think he was just getting warmed up because in the second half he absolutely uh you know dominated that game I mean on every every side of the floor and and uh credit Sam Merrill as well for for you know creating creating space and yeah and uh, you know there's a couple baseline plays where you know both both uh Sam sets a back screen for Nimi and both players run at Nimi and that uh gate left Sam wide open for a three and then an easy layup on a baseline out of bounds play so um, a recipient of a lot of uh, of action off of Nimi as well you know it's interesting too and you're talking about out of bounds plays but overall you know coaches mentioned several times about how he's running far more sets than he normally would and you saw a lot of those sets on display tonight yeah and coming out of timeouts you know every, every timeout uh, that we had the ball offensively you know the Aggies were coming out with the ball in Sam's hand looking for Nimi whether it was the you know off a of pick and roll which they did just a single time or high low action or whatever it was um, you know a little dribble over for a duck in um, there was definitely a concerted effort for those two to have the ball in the second half and I think that's a you know again this team continues to learn um, you know from losses yeah and that's that's so important and I think we look past that and we get so caught up in the L that that we forget that, that they played really well and sure they made a couple um, maybe some selection errors down the stretch but they made the, they made the adjustments tonight and it really showed well and again utah state you know what's funny is this actually kind of ended up evening up a little bit based on uh based on how the game ended but utah state turned it over 14 times unlv turned those 14 turnovers into 18 points yeah that's a and a few of those early in the first half are just such you know he talks about catastrophic errors and that's exactly what they were is is uh you know just leading to breakout points uh for utah state this is we talk about moving week this was an important one to get Boise State's going to be huge coming up on Saturday. And then, of course, the biggest one. uh, And frankly, uh, now, not to say that any team is better than another, but if you look at just looking at the schedule and looking at how they're playing, the most daunting game looking up is a week from – uh, a week from today, I, guess, I believe, right? Well, a week from yesterday. No, a week from yesterday. Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Yeah, I keep getting the Tuesday uh, yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, it's a game I, at Colorado State. You know, and I think, um, you know, we're allowed to talk about that, but you, I won't bring that up with you coach. won't bring that no, up with no, Coach no. because he'll have his uh, his sights on Boise State. But, you know, Colorado State right now, we talk about um, San Diego State having kind of extended themselves and, and uh, separated themselves from the pack. But, you know, um, Colorado State's up there as well. I think they have a two-and-a-half game lead. You know, so it'll come down to um, – you know, uh, that, that game that we play there. Yeah. 
you know, at Moby. Yep, no doubt it's going to be a huge one. And uh, But, again, don't overlook that Boise State game. And it's going to be a special night, too. Uh, there's going to be a lot of former Aggie alumni. It's going to be throwback night. They're going to be wearing the same jerseys uh, that uh, Wayne Estes wore. Mm-hmm. And, by the way, you ready for a, you ready for a great stat here? Sure. Um, Sam Merrill, if he scores 21 points in that game against Boise State, will go over 2,000 points exactly 55 years to the day that that Wayne Estes went over 2,000 points. Well, that's On throwback night. (laughs) On throwback night. Oh, my goodness. I mean, so much going on that night. That would just uh, cap it all off. Now, you know, sometimes you kind of – and I know Sam way too well that he would be worried about scoring 21 points. He'll take that dub every day of the week. But, yeah, you got former players in the house. You have my former boss in the house. Uh, Stu Moore will be at the game. So this is going to be a great evening. uh, just a lot of fun time, and hopefully we don't get caught up into all of that and we're able to take care of business. And remember that, um, you know, Boise State gave us a loss that, that really hurts us in, in the overall standings. Yeah, no doubt. All right, let's take a quick break. Come back. We'll continue on your postgame show. We're going to hear from uh, Craig Smith and also Namish Keita. Always uh, good to chat with him and uh, get his thoughts on what a tremendous game tonight as the Aggies get the W tonight, 69-54 Aggie basketball from Learfield IMG College. Final of this one, Utah State gets the W, 69-54. Uh, by the way, and if you're driving home right now, um, I think a huge assist needs to go to this Spectrum crowd tonight. Oh, no doubt about it. I and, mean, And I, I wish I would have kept track of and, and written it down, the possession, but UNLV is in the middle of a possession, and you can tell they're a little out of sorts. It was close to a tie game at that point, and the crowd just erupted, took UNLV completely out of sync, and then they started to realize, oh, that worked. Let's keep doing it. <laughs> and I think this crowd deserves so much credit for this win. Yeah, that's right about the 10-minute mark. And, and it's kind of uh, coincidentally, you know, it keys into the changing defense to where, uh, you know, the Aggies had gone to zone and, and UNLV's a little out of sorts. And with about, you know, eight or nine seconds left in the shot clock, that, that uh, the volume, the decimal level started yeah. to rise, started to rise, and it got down to 5 4 three, two, one, And, you know, it rushed off a shot. And then we get the rebound and go down and score. And, I mean, it was – you know, off the chart at that point. But I, I do think that you deserve, like, this This crowd deserves a lot of credit because that's just high basketball IQ to raise the level of the volume yeah. in the middle of a singular possession. Well, and that's that's spectrum magic right there. And we've we've talked about for so many years that the fans here are so educated. And, and uh, you know, that's exactly what you saw today. And, and then to keep going, you're right. And then, you know, it's back-to-back possessions where, uh, you know, that volume got so loud they couldn't hear themselves in another turnover um, by UNLV and made basket by Utah State causes a timeout. And then after the timeout, you know, it was exactly the same. Yeah. Discount Tire has locations in Logan, Providence, and Smithfield. Discount Tire offers services such as oil changes, emissions, alignment, car maintenance, and more. More information is available at webtires.net. <laughs> Namiya Keda sitting down and uh, – Boy, I tell you what, this guy deserves an ice bath after playing 36 <laughs> minutes tonight. It was a uh, it was a hard fought game. Um, 36 minutes, though, Namish. That was. Uh, did Did you feel at any moment where like the the endurance was going, or did yeah, you feel like you had man. it the whole game? I'm gassed right now. <laughs> you haven't um, even taken off your knee braces no, yet. <laughs> no, no. Um, it's just it's just uh, I've just been trying to play as, as more through more to my. My exhaustion, exhaustion, fatigue, my mm-hmm. fatigue, yeah, and just trying to like play, play through it, 
Um, and lately I've been been try been playing a lot more minutes and being more effective in the minutes that I play. Mm -hmm. So I just feel that I'm just still getting better and just I'm just still I'm just still growing. But you know there were so many opportunities. I mean, so many times where they wanted to go after you, and uh, I mean, block shot, altered shot. To me, and, and this is just my opinion, I think this is the best game he played this season. Yeah, yeah, I would say so too. Um, in terms of effort, it was the best game too. Um, scoring, scoring wise yep. too. Um, I don't know about rebounds, but assists almost there mm -hmm. too. So I just feel that like I just played a little bit of everything. I just did a little bit of everything and just. And he was pretty good for me. By the way, 21 points, six rebounds, five assists. That's that's remarkable. And they also, let's see, we uh, you also got credited with two steals. And I know that uh, there's been some. Uh, you've, you've turned it over a few times. Only two turnovers on the night. Yeah, too. yep, yep. <laughs> uh, coach emphasized a lot that we needed to reduce our turnovers, and I just try to like try to make the right play in the right time. And I think he worked out well today. And just we're just trying to keep going. Yeah, I thought I thought your effort was phenomenal because a lot of times, you know, you know you're going to have extended minutes, and we know that we needed you on the offensive end. You were key, but you didn't uh, give lack of effort on the defensive no. end and in transition. So credit you. No. What was the difference? They were throwing you the ball tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, not you guys. Somebody yeah. reminded died to me. Um, I just felt that I, I was just playing in more more in a in an attack mode. Instead of being passive, mm -hmm. um, lately, lately I've been getting a lot of turnovers because I'm not trying to go to the rim. I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to look for what's best for my teammates. But today I was, I was in attack mode, and yeah. that allowed me to, to see, see the double teams and just know where the open man was and just, you know. Where like your ability to pass the ball? I mean, you've had bounce passes for assists. Those uh, those post passes can be difficult, but uh, more often than not, you seem to open. Uh, you seem to find the open guy. Has that just been you know from good coaching, or where does that come from? Do you, or is it something you're just kind of born with? Um, a little bit of everything. Um, good coaching because they put me in the right yeah. in the right position to succeed off double teams, um, and just being able to score down low. I feel that teams have to double team me and just. And I just make the right play, and I've been, I've been used to being to pass the ball yeah. since I was since I started playing. Um, a lot of times I didn't get the ball to me or, or anything. I was just passing the ball, so I know how to pass. Um, it's just, it's just basketball to me. Yeah. D defensively, I thought the zone really gave you and LV some fits. What's the key to that? Our length. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we're really long. Um, we're one of the longest teams in the country. We just got to know how to use our length, and whenever we Whenever we, we adjust the zone, things are, will struggle against us. Mm -hmm. How to be tough for you in Vegas to not be able to be on the court and, and see your team lose this game. Was there a little extra motivation knowing that this team got you in, 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 yes. in Vegas? Yes, yes, yes. Um, UNLV is a really good team, but we felt like we could have beat them at their place, but we just, we, we just weren't one of our days, and we were not going to allow that to happen today. How how physical was it? It looked from from our angle. It looked like that was a extremely physical, almost like a tournament yes, level game. Yes, yes, it was really physical. Um, I got banged up. He, he, the thirty four got banged up too. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's that's what we like. Um, that's what we like. We like to play hard. We like to play tough, out tough teams. And UNLV tried to do the same thing, but at the end of the day, we just out tough them. And, that's that's the key to to win game. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Uh, your block shot on Hamilton over here, where he sent it into the second row. 
You say anything after something like that? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't talk about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, uh, these these are such critical games. This one tonight, Boise, I know you want another crack at Boise State yes, after that yes. last game. Colorado State next week. You guys understand there's just not a lot of games left in the regular season. Yes, now. yes. Um, we got six games, one more – six games uh, – s- we got one game six more times. Yep, that's our that's our mentality yeah, for the like rest that. for the rest of the regular season, and we're just gonna we're just gonna go at everybody that comes comes play us. Phenomenal night tonight, Thank man! Thank you, congratulations, Thank you guys! Yeah, great job, Thank great you guys. job, have a good one. Namiya Shkata, a huge night tonight for him. Uh, eight of eleven from the field, five of seven from the free throw line, twenty one points, six rebounds, five assists, two block shots. That coach is one heck of a night. Well, I tell you what, and he uh, <clears throat> he had the least amount of life in the post game that I've ever seen him on on an interview. You could tell that he was gassed, yep. like he was physically um, and mentally, de- uh, you know, used all the energy he had. And, and God bless him, he helped us tonight. That's for sure. Uh, by the way, I think uh, we can both agree he is your Sports Academy and Racket Club Player of the Game. Again, uh, big thanks to Sports Academy and Racket Club for honoring uh, these individual performances as he was just he was special tonight. And, and again, the stat line doesn't even show how much he impacts the game. No, I, I, I've got to question that block shot, two block shots. I, I think I think I saw more block shots. And obviously we don't stat chain shots or, or he would really be high up there. But, um, yeah, he did so much to change this game tonight. And, and he made the game easier for Sam. He made the game easier for, for, for Diogo out there because it relieves so much pressure because they have to key on him inside. And I think that's the biggest difference um, in not having him is just, you know, he just he's a space eater. Um, he draws so much attention, and, and um, yeah, he really helped us win tonight. And by the way, I thought Diogo was really good tonight too. Yeah, solid, solid. Yeah. He absolutely yeah. was solid. You know, he, he comes out of the shoot and makes his first three-pointer, and, um, you know, there's uh, there's like one play that I thought, gosh, what are you doing? But he just he deflects uh, basketballs in the lane, and that zone is so good for him. He sits on the top of it, and he's, you know, he's so long and tall, it's hard to, you know, he's not your normal prototypical point guard out there, you yeah. know. And so he really gave him fits defensively. Nine points, four rebounds, three assists for Diogo Brito. Uh, just going down the scoring, six points, 11 rebounds. I told you you need to get past 10 tonight. Yeah. Uh, Justin Bean, <laughs> so he got himself six points, 11 rebounds, 21 points, six rebounds, five assists, two blocks for Nami Ishkada uh, in, in what I believe is his best game uh, this season in an Aggie uniform. Uh, 20 points, two rebounds, four assists for Sam Merrill. And then uh, going down the list, Abel Porter with seven. Brock Miller had that early push shot. And then uh, only had two shot attempts tonight for Brock Miller. Uh, let's see. Sean Berstow did not uh, had one attempt, over one, no points. Uh, Alfonso Anderson played seven minutes. Six of those came in the first half. He had those two buckets. I thought he played well. Yeah, you know, sometimes the game's going so well that you yeah. you don't sub. Yeah. Um, I, I thought his, I mean, well deserving of coming in the game. It certainly seven minutes doesn't uh, indicate that anything was wrong there. I thought he played uh, really, really well. Just no no real space for him out there when when the team was doing so well. And as we mentioned, uh, Diogo Brito, nine points, four rebounds, three assists, and uh, Kuba Karbovsky got into the game, uh, played two minutes of the game tonight, first game uh, in, in quite some time that we saw him out there. And, uh, you know, you look at this, 
Kuba had two minutes. Trevin Dorius had two minutes. And that's, you know. Well, it, there's only was, four available. He only had four. <laughs> that's right. And Demi Kane played 36. Yeah, that's a, that's a very telling stat. And I thought, I thought the level of the game, the speed of the game, uh, the physicality of the game, you know, it negated those two a little bit. And, um, you know, Nimi stayed out of foul trouble. I think we probably should have given him a high five when he was sitting here for yeah. for staying foul free and, and but yet still competing defensively because um, that, that game was probably a little too fast for Dorius and, and probably a little too um, physical for Kuba. But but they'll both, they're so young. Yeah. You know, we can't forget that this is, a, this is the type of experience, even if it's two minutes, they can watch themselves on film and really learn from. Uh, so final in this one, 69 to 54. Take a break, come back. We'll hear from Craig Smith, head coach of the Aggies, straight ahead on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome on back. You're listening to Aggie Basketball from Learfield IMG College. Final in this one, Utah State gets the 69-54 victory. Aggies made six out of the last eight shot attempts. UNLV won out of the last seven. And it just, look, UNLV is really, really talented. And, uh, and again, they may not be there yet, uh, but, you know, you look at this team. Amari Hardy's a junior. Uh, Donnie Tillman is a junior. Uh, Jong is a junior. Uh, Mitru Long is... Fortunately for everybody else in the Mountain West Conference, is a senior, mm-hmm. so you don't want to see that guy too many more times. Uh, Hamilton is a sophomore, uh, so this team has a chance to be really good for quite some time. Yeah, and it, oh, I and mean, Coleman's a sophomore too. Yeah, as you look around the league, how many teams can you say that about? I mean, yeah. there's a lot of teams. If you look around at at Nevada, is young, and San Diego State is young for that matter. They still have a, they'll have a lot of returners. So well, this if, league, if they decide to come back, yeah, some of them. I agree with you on yeah. that. There, there's a few that, uh, yeah, can definitely step up. But you know, and the the Aggies have have young players and, and we have a couple red shirts that yeah and some guys know, coming in the pipeline some guys coming in that you know if they were playing right now they'd play major minutes and so a lot to be excited about for for aggie nation as well uh utah state shot 50 percent from the field held unlv to 38 percent and the aggies 38 percent from three tonight uh holding unlv to 27 percent aggies six of 16 if they can stay in that range yeah 35 to 38 percent from three they're going to be great because that's one of the things that they've really struggled with was three-point shooting. Yeah, you have to stay away from the 19% and the 21%. You know, if you can get yep. up, uh, you know, especially, like you said, over 35%. And, and I thought timely threes tonight, really timely threes. And, and that's so important, And uh, you know, when you get a little run going and you can kind of pile on. Uh, and then also, too, you look at the fact that uh, your game's coming up, Boise State coming up on Saturday and Colorado State coming up on Tuesday. You know, it's funny. You talk to people, and they're like, oh, you know, this team is going to need to win the Mountain West Conference to go to the NCAA tournament. It's not true. Their computer numbers are really good. And uh, if they can, you know, and I know it's a big if, and I will never say this to Coach here, but if they can run the table and get into the championship game, um, they've got a really good case because at that point, their Ken Palm numbers and their net numbers will be very similar to where they were last year when they got an eight seed. Yeah, you you have to remember that um you know the Aggies have 18 wins and they've they've been quality wins and our losses as as goofy yeah. as this sounds we've had quality losses and I, I know that's something we all hate to say but um it, it it is true when when it matters in the net rankings but they they won some games early yeah. against some teams that that we had maybe marked down as ah that's kind of a question mark so 
Yeah, they've put themselves in a position, and and um, those those couple of bad losses are not outweighed by some of those huge wins. Yeah. So uh, you know the the scene is set here, but it all begins on Saturday against Boise State, and that's going to be a huge game. And, look, you're going to have a little revenge on the mind of some players. You're going to have uh, – this place is going to be packed. Uh, a lot of uh, former players are going to be here, and it's going to be a really tremendous atmosphere here in the spectrum. Yeah, I mean, you got former coaches. you got former coach on uh, on Boise's that's bench, true, obviously, yeah. and Coach Duryea being back. And, I mean, there's so many factors. You have, uh, you know, the great Wayne Estes uh, story to be – you know, told and, and and what did you say it was? Fifty-five years. Fifty-five. It could be. Yeah, fifty-five. The game will be played on the fifty-fifth anniversary of of uh, of uh, Wayne Estes going over two thousand points in his career. Yeah, and and passing away and that passing night. away later that so, night. So yeah. so an unbelievable story that probably you know not told enough. I mean, a tremendous player to score that many points without uh, without a three-point line um, in in an era where you know scoring was was hard to come by and, and defense was key and the rules were definitely geared towards defense as opposed to offense. What a what a tremendous story and and to add that to the mix, throwback jerseys. I mean, we never wear different jerseys. We got the same jerseys all year long and we get to throw some special ones out there. I feel like football player yeah. now. now. That'd be nice. Now, by the way, I did get uh, I, I had somebody that, that pulled me aside and said, "Hey, just know this though, and uh, because you know, like there's there's a lot of people that still have the memory of Wayne Estes near and dear to their heart. They said, just just keep in mind, Wayne Estes scored two thousand and one points in three years. Three years. That's yes. also true. Yes, and a shortened third year. <laughs> yes, yeah. So so there's a lot of people that are like, hey hey, you know what? Nothing but love for Sam Merrill. However, yeah, or <laughs> JC Carroll, or yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and that really there's a good chance. I mean, look at Sam Merrill. Like, okay, so he had how many points tonight? He had uh, 20? 20 points. Mm-hmm. So that puts him, okay, my math, I'm a little off on my math here. So Sam Merrill came into the game tonight with 1,959 points. So now he sits at 979. He will need 21 points, excuse me, to get to 2,000. And he'll need uh, 23 points to surpass Wayne Estes. On the all on wow. for third place on the all-time scoring list. It's a, it's a goosebumps. I mean, that's yeah. just that's kind of stuff that, you know, you talk about a few legends scoring legends. I mean, you got. I mean, we didn't even mention Grant. And yeah, I mean, you've got some great great scores in in Aggie history. And and uh, you know, Sam Merrill's up up in that. But this special night, right? Yeah. To have to have uh, you know something like that happen would be uh, you know so serendipitous that I think uh, that's uh, that's the stuff that you make movies from. And then. Uh, and then if you want to look at he's not going to catch J.C., obviously, with 2,522 points. But Greg Grant's sitting there at 2,127. Uh, if he if he holds his average and they play uh, a few games in the postseason, he'll, he'll pass Greg Grant yeah, that's for a, number two. Yeah, that's definitely a number that – and, again, I, I mean, he has passed on so many shots. Yeah. He, you know, the thing about Sam is, um, you know, he just plays the right way and he, he, he makes the right play. He's never, ever been a, a shoot-first kind of guy um and and his whole f- entire first season he deferred uh to McEwen on on a lot of plays by making just I mean absolutely wonderful full assists and so yeah there's there's lots of factors and it's just nice when you have you know players in, in it that, that are representing the uh, Utah State brand not only on the court but also off the court and doing everything right all right Take a break. Come back. You're going to hear from the head coach of the Utah State Aggies, Craig Smith, straight away. You're listening to Aggie Basketball from Learfield IMG College.
All right, welcome on back, Aggie basketball from Learfield IMG College. Was that hot? Was that that hot live Scott? mic, hot mic, hot mic, hot mic, hot mic. But it was a dogfight, Coach. No <laughs> doubt about that. That's well, exactly what that was. That, that felt like a sunny or uh, Ollie Frazier ten, you know, twelve round, thirteen round. Guys are throwing haymakers. That was a battle out there. That was a physical, physical game, and that's how UNLV makes the game. And we like to play physical, but. I mean, that was crazy. It was, it got a little crazy there for a stretch, certainly. Yeah. But, you know, give our guys credit. You know, um, guys really responded. We had a pretty stern heart to heart at about the 1434 mark at halftime. Um, and, and we got after our guys because we weren't playing the way we needed to play on offense. I don't think they were being purposely selfish, but we were tentative and, and not selfish and, uh, or were selfish and just not making the right plays. But the one thing was consistent. We defended hard the whole game. You know, at halftime, it's 29-27 in a rock fight. We're down. And then I thought, obviously, we really mixed up our defenses in the second half and got them off attack. And they are they are a load in space where they just – they have big-bodied guys and long guards, and they just come right downhill at you and puts you in some tough spots. But our guys really responded. We don't play a whole lot of zone. But at the end of the day, that was the difference. Um, I know that nobody appreciates the Spectrum more than you do, but it was close to a tie ball game. They're on an offensive possession, and I thought it was a really great smart basketball IQ by the fans, realizing that for a moment UNLV seemed a little out of sorts, and that volume just elevated and, and led to a out of sorts three. And then once they realized, oh, it's working, we got to them, they just kept hammering and hammering. That student section was awesome tonight. Yeah, Spectrum Magic Night, and that was the first thing I said to the media was thank you to all the fans that came out, in particular the Hurt. And they are difference makers. I mean, it's uh, they're just they're incredible, man. I mean, it was an assistant in the Big Ten for two years, which is electric environments. But this place, it's like no other, and it just radiates and it echoes, and you can everybody feels it, and our players most importantly feel it, and so they impacted the game in a monster way. And um, thank you to everybody coming out, and and hopefully we can do it again on Saturday night because our. It's uh, this place is just incredible, and I think Saturday is our last Saturday home game, if I'm not mistaken. I might be wrong on that, but I think that is correct. So uh, let's get the crack research staff out and and uh, check it out. But either way, our alumni night, and I know we're going to get to that, um, but it should be a special night playing on a great playing a great team at Boise State. So it, talking about impact and impact players, I thought uh, Nemeas Keita was a difference on both ends of the floor. Um, tell me a little bit about 36 minutes. I mean, there's no more minute restriction on him apparently. No, it, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Thank goodness. His, he just is impacting the game so much. That was part of, you know, the first half. I mean, he was dominant, right? 8 for 11 from the field, 21 points, 5 for 7 from the line, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 turnovers. Uh, how about the backdoor pass he had to Abel yeah, in the first yeah. half? Pressure release. And, um, yeah, and we, you know, we once we got into that, we started scoring a little bit, and then we had a different lineup, and that's a whole other deal. But um, he just dominated the game. And I don't think he had a foul. And part of that, you're sitting in the zone, you know, a lot. So uh, he was able to just kind of patrol the paint. But, I mean, how about the left-handed hook he had in yeah, that second gosh. half? And that was yeah. almost kind of behind the backboard. But he just got that look in his eye where I'm going to go to work. And so he's a dominant guy. You know, we didn't get him the ball nearly enough in the first half, and that's been a monster emphasis for him. And that was part of why we kind of lost it there at halftime with our guys. But um, our guys settled in. You know, we were down eight, call timeout. 
It was an uneven game, very emotional, all of that stuff, right? We're yeah. down eight. And from that point on, after that timeout, I think there was roughly 17 minutes and whatever seconds. I believe we went on a 42-19 to 19 run yeah. to finish the game. And, and you know, again, we shoot 50, we're over 50% in the second half from the field, but just got stop after stop after stop and hold them to 31% in the second half. The, uh, but I, I do think you, you know, your staff and your players deserve a lot of credit for finding creative ways to get Nimi the ball because, I mean, obviously he's the focus of everything they're doing defensively, so you've got to run a lot of motion. You've got you to do a lot of things to try to get him good post looks. Well, that's the hard part with how I want to play, and we've had to run more plays this year. Yeah. Um, but sometimes when you're running more plays, you got to be sued. It's teams that really pressure and deny you. You need more pressure reliever stuff. And, um, and they got us standing. It stood us up. You know, we got to be better and attack their pressure. We want to make teams pay with their pressure by getting downhill, playing attack. We have to move the ball. I don't remember. We told our guys, I think we had 11 made shots in the first half. Yeah, 11. And eight of them were assisted. Yeah. And I just said to the guys, like, what does that tell you? And they're kind of like – it was like the point is when we share it and move it, we score. That's the point, right? And I think we had seven turnovers or maybe it was eight turnovers, whatever. Seven assists and eight turnovers. But then we end the game with 19 assists on 24 made baskets because we're moving it, sharing it. We're playing inside out, right? We have an inside game, a middle game, and an outside game. And um, But when you're running a lot of free-flowing stuff, more freedom comes more responsibility, and we found Nimi a lot more. And obviously we had to start running a few more things for him as well. First, uh, well, first half and then uh, midway through the second half, turnovers were an issue, just not the number of them, but, boy, they were turning those into points. And uh, that, and you talk about catastrophic turnovers. For the most part, when you were down eight, that was the, that was the difference in the game right there. It was. Um, that was, you know, we really tried to overemphasize shrinking the floor. In our man, because they, they were just going to run their ball screen continuity, which we have the same thing. They run it harder with more pace. Um, or we knew at the end of the day it was probably just going to be iso ball. They're just going to get us in space, play one-on-one. They were attacking Brock pretty hard up on top for a while. And, and Bean and a few other able. Um, <laughs> right go down the line. But um, So we just had to get them, get the 2-2-1 two, two, to just kind of slow them down make them think about it. And what what our one three one did was just kind of naturally shrink the floor, mm-hmm. quite frankly. And Diogo, Diogo's yeah. got amazingly quick twitch hands. And his his feel for spacing defensively is is impeccable. And he just knows when to kind of we, – we tell our top guy, and it's Diogo, to play like Carl Smith in the rec league. Like, <laughs> act like you're working hard, but you're not. Yeah. And uh, so you're in and out. You're faking and fading. And then he just has great timing when guys come in just to make that raid and tipping and deflecting. And it really, you're right, it really helped us get some freebies down the other way where we were finally in attack mode getting downhill on them and making them pay with some easy baskets. Do you, do you come into the game with a, with an idea that you're maybe going to have to throw the press out there or maybe going to have to throw the zone out there? Or is that uh, an in-game adjustment? This one, um, it's usually more of an in-game, but certainly certain teams, it's in your mind. We hadn't worked on zone for quite a while, but we did yesterday in practice because it felt like um, this could be a game where we need to go to it. Really? And um, and then obviously just there was, we were getting a lot of fouls called, and, and they were getting downhill, and it's like, okay, 
let's get let's get the dogs off our back here for a little bit. Meaning, you know, and generally speaking, you don't foul as much certainly in a zone. And I'm not a big zone guy, but it has its place. And it certainly was very, very effective tonight. And I told our guys after, our, our guys did a really good job of knowing when we were in, you know, each zone and man. Because we kept kind of yeah. mixing it up a little bit just to try to keep them off balance. And, and our guys did a great job with it. Um, I know you, uh, you're a history guy. And uh, where you, you were, where you are, where you're going. Exactly. And uh, it's got to be fun for you, you know, in your second year here at Utah State. And you've you've immersed yourself in the history of this place to be part of a lot of players, a lot of coaches coming back on Saturday. Uh, the throwbacks, the Wayne Estes anniversary, uh, so much stuff going on on Saturday. It, it's got to be fun for you to be able to be a part of that. What's well, our 50th year celebrating the spectrum and in this place? I'm, I'm just like, I can't overstate it. I love this place. It's uh, it's an incredible place to play, to practice. It has an ambiance to it. And and what makes this Utah State so special are the people in the in the program and the guys that have been be, you know before us and the legendary figures and it's so enjoyable for me personally to be connected. One of our goals in our program is connectivity. And I want our current players and every guy that says steps foot in place for the Aggies to know who the guys are that paved the way for you um, as a player, as a coach, and, and, and everybody. And so whether it's, you know, anytime they're in town, I want them to come to practice. I want them to um, speak to our team. When we're on the road, like last year at Irvine, I think there was four or five former players that were there. And afterwards, we brought them into the locker room. And I always want to be able to do that and have them understand how connected and, and they're a part of us and, and be a part of our team. And, and it's all about relationships in this world. And, and you never know how the world goes, right? Yeah. So it's important. You know, the first time we met, um, uh, uh, where's Marv, he at? Marv, Marv, Roberts. Marv Roberts. And he's speaking to our guys. And, of course, some of our guys knew him. But a lot of the new guys didn't know yeah. him. And so we, you know, introduced him to Owen. And I said, see that guy right there, number 31? And they all, and literally the look on their face was like, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's just immediately like this major respect. So um, that's important. I, I can't wait. I want to thank our uh, marketing people and our athletic department for putting this on. This is something that's near and dear to my heart. And then certainly honoring, you know, with the with the throwback uniforms with Wayne Estes. And we all know Wayne Estes and what a tragedy that was. So it would be great to connect everybody. And I'm sure it will be a packed house and an incredible environment. And hopefully – it stirs up memories of all those guys of what the Spectre Magic truly is and, and get them um, connected with our current team. Coach, awesome W. Right. That was a fun Thank one. Thank you. Yep. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Well earned. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, look yeah. forward to coming up and uh, chatting with you on Saturday. All right, should be a fun game Saturday. Let's get everybody out here and pack the joint. Go Aggies. UtahStateAggies.com. Get those tickets. Should be a fun one. Aggies get the victory tonight. Final score, 69-54. And you heard it all right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. On the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, Aggie basketball has been brought to you by Ford. Go further. SE Needham Jewelers, where Utah gets engaged. America First Credit Union, financial solutions for every need. And by New York Life. Be good at life. The proceeding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Aggie Sports Network.